Hello, and thank you for listening in on a series dedicated to addressing the challenges and shifts in culture and work that will arise due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Our goal is to arm you with information to prepare our community for what is sure to be a new normal in the workplace. So today we're joined by two experts in the technology field, Josh Lester, CS Erickson President, and Trent Gooding, CSE's Vice President of Workplace Transformation. They're here to answer some questions about how technology can help promote smarter, safer environments in the workplace as businesses around the country set out to embrace new formats of team collaboration. Hi, guys. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Great. Thanks for having us here today. Yeah, doing well. Sure. Good. So these podcasts have been speculative as to the level of change that is going to need to occur and how people will actually shift their ways of working in the future. But when we look at what's certain, one topic that rises to the surface is technology's role in creating smarter, safer places in a distant work environment. On our first episode, we talked to two custard design professionals who emphasized the need for change around layout changes within office settings. For example, like spreading workers out among the total real estate. What electrical services do you feel will be necessary to support space planning modifications? That's a great question, uh, Tricia. So presently, um, we're all challenged with quickly adapting to this new normal. So it's it's definitely an ever-changing environment. But as a, as a business owner, you're probably wondering, how long will this new normal last? What permanent changes do I need to make to my workplace? Can I temporarily ask my employees to work remote? Do all my team members have the ability to work remote? And so on. And as an employee, you're wondering, is my workplace safe? And you know, will I be able to do my work like I did before? Um, at CS Erickson, we're working with many of Michigan's largest corporations to create smart environments that are flexible and automated as much as possible. And there are many high value outcomes that result from this, but a byproduct is simply less touch points, which create a healthier environment. And that can be simply done by replacing a light switch with an occupancy sensor or fully automating the building uh, systems themselves to reducing the amount of paper communication within the space uh, using Microsoft Teams or digital signage, for example. So there's a a variety of electrical and technology integration solutions that we can offer to alleviate these pain points that we're currently facing. So we all know that solutions will have to be put into place beyond just simply practicing social distancing. Many industries are exploring ways to detect symptoms in people who may be showing signs of COVID-19 before they even walk through the door. What services does CS Erickson offer for detection and prevention in the built environment? Yeah, this is Trent. Hi, everybody. Um, So I was just outside and it's sunny. It's in the 60s. It's springtime here in Michigan. And we can't wait to get back into our office buildings, which seems a bit odd, you know, but but of course, that's because we have work to do. And a lot of that work happens in a production facility or in project rooms or in classrooms. Uh, As Josh said, our business at CS Erickson is creating smart environments. Right now, we want to help Michigan businesses reopen. We know from talking to many business leaders that one key aspect of reopening is the ability to check individuals uh, for COVID-19 and take measures to avoid spreading the virus. 
So our team came up with an approach to quickly reconfigure a lobby or an entryway uh, with electronic devices to screen employees and visitors with minimal contact or touch points. Uh, some of the components that can be installed include a digital sign to communicate protocols, an electronic questionnaire, and a thermal camera for temperature checks. Our crews can quickly deploy these systems, uh, including power and data provisions, and really uh, provide a turnkey service. And that's the real value for our customers, the fact that we have an outstanding team of technicians and electricians that love to help our customers solve problems. As we've previously covered, this virus is transmitted person to person, but can also remain active in high touch point surfaces. What technology do you see being implemented to minimize contact within the common workplace? Yeah, so uh, good question, Tricia. So it's important to focus on areas that are uh, most occupied. Think about all the devices or surfaces that you touch within a space and focus on that first. So we can think about installing touchless smart sensors and technology, and that can cover anything from lighting to doors to faucets to hand dryers to toilet flush valves, you name it. It's all in there. And in meeting rooms, you know, th those are very common spaces that we think about in an office environment. We can focus on driving technology used to uh, personal devices and communicating with the room through a personal device so that there's less touch points person to person. And this integration allows for healthier environments. Those touch points came up in one of our previous podcasts when we were talking about sanitation and disinfection. And just simply, if you think about like a printer screen that everybody has contact with throughout the day. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. Plenty of companies who are already fluent in adopting technology as part of their company's culture and infrastructure pre-pandemic are now realizing how truly flexible and productive their workforce can be during these stay-at-home orders. Is it safe to assume that companies will be more exploratory towards remote work in the future? And if so, what essential technology should they be considering to keep their company smart and productive? Yeah, so the first question, uh, is it safe to assume we'll shift more toward remote work? Absolutely. Uh, for the people who work in office settings, one of the biggest barriers to remote work has been a certain level of discomfort with the technology talking to a camera, figuring out your audio settings. Uh, most of us have now lived through online meeting after online meeting, uh, and we've broken through that discomfort barrier uh, as a global society. That's a big deal. Uh, if you couple that with disease spread prevention measures and the need for businesses to find cost efficiencies due to lost revenue, it's clear that we will see a much higher percentage of remote and online work from now on. The second question, what technology should companies be considering? The goal is to enable efficient uh, communication and collaboration despite being physically apart. So not just talking to each other, but seeing facial expressions, seeing objects through a camera view, working together on projects, reviewing drawings, brainstorming ideas with sketches and notes and so forth. Technologies that allow us to do this, uh, do all of this remotely can be grouped into two categories. Uh, collaboration software platforms, such as Microsoft Teams, Cisco WebEx, and Zoom, and hardware devices like displays, cameras, and microphones to provide a good visual and audio experience. Uh, the focus for CS Ericsson 
working with our clients is on providing what we call mobile worker accommodations. And this means providing the best possible setup for workers to float between home, the office, and other remote sites. In other words, uh, for the months and year ahead, we think flexibility is key. We're, we're realizing the high value of remote and virtual work, but we know that working together in buildings and on job sites is also important and preferable in many scenarios. It's something that we're all having to get used to now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Sure. So we'd love to hear your point of view on how training and teaching might be affected in the future. If a limit to the number of people allowed in one conference room at a time is mandated in the near future, how can learning be shifted to a virtual format? This, this goes along with the more distributed workforce and education environment. Um, it's one of, the, one of the biggest challenges that many are facing in the near term is how to teach and train when we're accustomed to bringing large groups of people into classrooms and training rooms and conference centers. Uh, so our teams, our team has technology solutions and services to help schools. Uh, we're also very focused on virtual training and distance learning in the corporate environment. We're already working with clients on modifying meeting rooms and training rooms to conduct online training with a much higher number of remote participants. And this is where having experts in audio visual systems is important to provide the camera views and the audio quality that's needed and to allow interaction with live communication and content sharing and even digital whiteboarding. So there's, there's a lot uh, in, this, in this area, in this uh, topic, and uh, it's a big challenge, uh, but we're looking forward to continuing to help clients uh, with this topic as well. Lastly, technology can be a fairly large investment, as we all know, for any organization. How is C.S. Erickson making these vital resources available and attainable to companies that are needing to watch their budget in the coming months? Yeah, so coronavirus will definitely impact buying decisions for all of us. We're all thinking about it. And right now, cash is really important to, to businesses. So, you know, you want to be able to make payroll, you want to be able to make those immediate operational expense payments and keep the machine moving. So definitely buying decisions are gonna be impacted for at least the next 12 to 18 months. We offer all the traditional financing routes, but have also found ways to support our clients with as a service and outsource models to complete a variety of different projects, facility projects, energy projects, technology improvements. And um, you know these unique, Financial models allow businesses to shift financing or large cash investments to operational budgets. And that can be very helpful in a situation where cash is very important. This approach does fit us very well and it fits our approach to our clients very well. We're here to help our clients from the very beginning, you know, through design and through building and operating these smart environments. And financing is definitely a huge impact on, on pulling the trigger to make these improvements. And so we're here to help find the best one for them. I do want to ask, what is it about CS Erickson that makes this company so incredibly different from other electrical and technology companies in the community? We are genuinely interested or intrigued in finding ways to help support our clients. We, we bring like a, I think I call it a curious conviction to, to supporting our clients. And you know, really our focus and our mission is to provide our clients with an exceptional experience 
And we do that through partnering with them. And and that uh, is important uh, because we see their success as our success. It's not a transaction. That's awesome. That that really speaks to your mission so much. It really does. Can you let our listeners know how they can get in touch with C.S. Erickson to help with their technology needs? Yeah, we'd be happy to help in any way we can. And feel free to look us up on the web, cserickson.com, or send us an email at info at cserickson.com. We'll be there to support you. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys taking the time with me today and answering some questions about how technology plays a role and getting everybody back to work safely. So thank you again. Thanks, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. Thanks to all the listeners. Bye-bye. See ya. We'll see you guys next time on the new Custer Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to find an ending for that. Thank you.